Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Theme Park Podcast, a special episode. This is a Star Wars edition of the Theme Park Podcast because it is Dickerman, Scott Harris, and Jimmy D, fresh out of Chicago from Star oh Wars Celebration. I am uh, exhausted. Jimmy is still tired. Are you thawed out? Oh, yeah. Honestly, the snow is not bad. I was actually super excited to see. Like, I actually have a picture that I took, a screenshot of weather.com's, uh, or I guess the Weather Channel app. And it showed a hundred percent chance of snow all day on what was that Sunday, Saturday in Chicago? I can't remember, but it was it was amazing. Whatever, was whatever day. I think it was Saturday. I don't remember if it was we, when we were going back and forth. Scott and I were working our big concert, and it was literally a million degrees here. Yeah, and you're in the snow. Yep, that's exactly. <laughs> we were jealous. We were jealous. Uh, I got sunburned. I think we all got sunburned. Oh my god. Yeah, there were people passed out at like noon. Yes. It was brutally hot. We were literally in the hottest place in the world, and you're on Hoth yeah. enjoying the snow in Chicago. You really got to appreciate Disney spending the money to make the Hoth-like conditions in Chicago. I mean, that's <laughs> it's uh, that's an atten- that's an attention to detail and authenticity that I appreciate. Now, uh, how crazy and how crowded was Celebration versus the last time, which uh, which when we had it here in Orlando? Well, this time every single day except for Monday. Because Monday is kind of an odd day for a convention, but the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday sold out. Oh, so it was mm. at capacity every single day. Now, was the was the setup as big or bigger than what we have in Orlando for our convention center? I mean, our convention center is bigger. I mean, we have more buildings and stuff. But the way that they did it this time, they spread things out. I think they went and they moved into more rooms. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that Orlando does not have that Chicago and Anaheim have is is an arena. I mean, they have that. Uh, they have a, a theater, the, the amphitheater thing. Yeah, they have a theater, and it's a, it's a decent size. And I'll have to really look down and see the capacity size of, say, Wintrust versus. Um, I can't think of the name of the one in uh, Orlando, and but the Orange County Convention Center. They, well, no, I know it's the Orange County Convention Center, but there's a room, and I can't I can't think of the name of the room that they always use. It's a theater, and uh, but anyways, uh, just the fact that they spread things out and. For the biggest panel, like every day, there's the biggest panel, and that's the first uh, panel of the day, and they do it in the uh, in the Wintrust Arena for Chicago, and instead of letting people queue up for two days and sleep in line and, you know, on concrete or whatever, they put an end to that, and they're like, the only way to get in is a lottery. There's going to be no uh, standby. You only can get in with a lottery. Uh, That's ticket. smart because I remember the one here. It was crazy watching people waiting in those lines. Those lines were like days long in Orlando. Yeah, and it's like I wanted to be in those panels, but it's like I'm. I have a life. Well, it's not even having a life. It's just I just physically would not enjoy it if I had to sleep out on concrete all night. I'd be in pain. <laughs> yeah. I'd be tired. I'd be exhausted. Yeah. This way, like when I got the lottery win for Episode Nine and for uh, Galaxy's Edge, I could see the Wind Trust Arena from my hotel room. 
I would go sleep, and then we'd get up casually in the morning, and then it's like, oh, the panel starts at 11 o'clock. It's 10.30. Let's go. It's time to stroll on over. Yeah, and that's exactly what we did. We get great seats, and we just enjoy the panel. It was w- such a wonderful experience. It's almost like going to a movie now when it used to be we'd wait for hours to go for a big premiere, like a new Star Wars. Oh, you mean like, like when I had to be the designated waiter for uh, Force Awakens? We did say thank you for that. I, I mean, know. that was pre-assigned uh, seating <laughs> at theaters. But that's how it used to be. You'd have to get there so early. Now when we ha- you go to a movie, oh, we're going to go see Avengers in a couple weeks. We'll get there five minutes before because we know we're going to walk in. We already know where our seats are. Yep, and you can kick people out of your seats if they're in them. Yes. Uh, by the way, the the Chapin Theater is twenty six hundred. It's twenty six hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to say uh, Wintrust Arena was like fourteen thousand. Oh, so that's, that's a little that's bit. A, that's a little bit more. Different. It's different. It might have been ten thousand, but still, it's definitely much, much, much bigger. And I feel like that's one thing that Lauren Lando needs to invest in is getting a big arena somewhere around the convention center. Because until you get that, you're going to have this kind of problem where people are going to be limited to that room. And it's so much more fun when you can be in the room, when you can see the people. Like I can say in the last few days, I've seen Daisy Ridley, J.J. Abrams, Carl Weathers, and uh, Gina Carano, Gina Carano, oh, uh, Pedro Pascal, all of my own eyes. I mean, like I, they were right there in front of me. Would you say the uh, the main event of the entire weekend was the uh, episode nine trailer? Was that was yes. that what it was? Well, it, it always is. They, okay. And uh, they even called it the big event. Uh, I think it's Celebration Five. They were like, "This Friday we're going to do this big panel, and it's the big event." And yes, absolutely, it was episode nine. And uh, how how was that to to uh, see the reaction? I guess live. We watched it from our office. We had it on the TV. Yeah. We were waiting for the trailer to come along. We were actually disappointed. We wanted because there was a moment before the trailer started, and it got really quiet. And we wanted you to yell, "Theme Park Podcast!" Theme Park Podcast! <laughs> yeah, you uh, got to say the theme park. Yeah, podcast. the theme park podcast. <laughs> I, I rewatched the uh, the panel and. They bring down the crowd audio oh. when the trailer starts. So I could have yelled, you know, anything. <laughs> Snuffleupagus. It would have never uh, reached you. Anything you wanted, you could have yelled at. So that was, uh, that was of course, that kind of goes without saying that was going to be the biggest thing and the, the big reaction for it. And uh, what was the buzz like in the room uh, from the people after the trailer aired? You know, were there, were there the naysayers? Was everybody positive that you could tell? Honestly, I didn't see, like, anybody that was, like, upset about it. I didn't see any. I didn't see anything negative about uh, the rise of Skywalker. Like everybody was just like there was like you're watching the trailer, and anytime something cool would come, like the first time you see Lando in the trailer, everybody's like, "There's a big pop for that." You see Leah on the stage, and everybody gets like welled up with tears. And then you see, um, you know, it goes to dark, and you hear that very familiar cackle, yeah, of the Emperor, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" And like you know, and the immediate reaction is everybody's like. Well, what does this mean? So then, the second, um, the second, the trailer's over. They bring out, uh, they you know, they turn the lights on, but they put like a, uh, they light up the stage red, and they have a spotlight on Ian McDermott who plays the Emperor. And yeah, I thought there was going to be like a special like villains panel that was about to happen because he walks out. It's red. The first panel had no villains a part of it at all yeah yeah and i'm like oh maybe they're gonna do a special different one we're gonna bring hux and kylo and all of them out well and then he just stands there to like thundering applause so that as soon as we see him we realize what we suspected 10 seconds ago is absolutely true (laughs) and then he just does his roll it again and the whole place just melted down 
I so know. It, with him being there, that confirms that he was in the film. Yeah, and he's not dead, apparently. Well, well you don't know that because there's a lot of speculation whether it's going to be a flashback or if it's just going to be like his uh, Sith Force ghost. Like, which we've never seen. Yes, we've never seen that side of it. And if his Sith Force ghost is going to be like, you know, mentoring Kylo Ren, the kind of, you know, a la uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi with Luke. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, uh, Jimmy sits here in his uh, in his Star Wars shirt, brand new. You got it at the convention. What did that yes. run you? What, what were uh, those running at the show? $27. <laughs> and a t-shirt, man. I almost feel like that's well, not bad. Yeah, well, this is the crazy part, too. There was no... Skywalker, uh, well, obviously, there's no Rise of Skywalker stuff on Friday. Or, I'm sorry, on Thursday. They do the big event on Friday. They printed those T-shirts Friday night and Saturday morning. They started selling them in the Celebration Store. And you wow. were only allowed to buy one per person. Wow. That makes sense, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And shirts are generally expensive at the convention. I remember from last time, uh, me being the cheap guy, I'm like, I'm not paying $30 for a T-shirt. It's ridiculous. You well, know what I ended up with? An ugly old Mark Echo shirt from years gone by that had like 90s silver print <laughs> on it. Was it a Star Wars shirt? Yeah. I still have it. It's hanging up in my closet. I'm like, I'm never going to wear this thing. It's so ugly. It's so 90s. Like, why did you buy it? Because it was like $7. Oh, <laughs> uh, my man. Somebody you, bought it in like consignment and they decided to set up a shop at convention in Orlando. Well, actually, Dickerman, this would have been a great convention for you because... Goodwill was there. Oh. And they must have like combed through all of their stuff and like started hoarding it. Brilliant. And they had nothing but Star Wars stuff. Brilliant. And everything was like super cheap and like it was it was a really cool and like every day they had new stuff. And then on the last day on Monday, they were like, We're not taking any of this back with us. So we're ready to make deals. Okay. And and they were bargaining. Oh yeah, they were bargaining. So I got myself, uh, you know how like everybody here at the, the Clear Channel Compound, or I'm sorry, the iHeart Media Building, has diffusers on their desk so they can get like their essential oils into mm-hmm. the air or whatever? It's supposed to be, you know, promote like, a, you know, all kinds of breathing, uh, clarity, and, and uh, well, anyways, I got a Darth Vader one for 10 bucks. Nice, from, nice! Uh, brand new. And the only thing that was wrong with it is the box was crushed. Oh. But the, the contents of the box was fine. I didn't care about the stuff that it was, you know... I don't care about the box. I'm not going to put the essential oil in that. So, nice find. Do you feel better? <laughs> did you use it on the plane? I did not. I didn't use it until I got home. And you know, have you guys ever used a diffuser before? I've been in an office where they have them. I don't know what it is. It basically you put like little it's, oils. It's in a little it. spell box. Okay. And it just uh, it you put the oil into the water and then it mists the water into the air. I thought it would take like 15 minutes or whatever to like warm up before it would start misting. I don't know how that technology works, but it mists instantly. Oh, that doesn't seem safe. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of current's going through this water? To like, <laughs> it's fine. It's superheated. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so let's talk about what was probably, I guess, the most uh, intriguing for us here in Central Florida and specifically on this podcast, which would be the Galaxy's Edge panel. No, I thought um, it was going to be where we're seeing R- uh, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, we'll figure that out in December. That's <laughs> that's the, a whole podcast on its own. Yeah, that's that's later. That's later. Let's get through the Avengers first. Okay, so the whole like the, you know the whole enchilada about this whole podcast today is about um, Galaxy's Edge. Yes. What did you see? What was there? I heard there was a, even a ride vehicle there. I heard there was all yes. sorts of merch. Tell me, tell us what what was what was the uh, what was some of the big reveals there? So the ve- the, the ride vehicle they have there is not for. Um, Galaxy's Edge, right. or I'm sorry, it is for Galaxy's Edge, but it's not for uh, Smuggler's Run. It's for the next wave. The Rise, Rise of the Resistance. Yes. Rise of the Resistance. 
And I guess we could just touch on Rise of the Resistance real quick. It looks like it holds eight, uh, eight or twelve people. As I look at this picture, this yeah, it, ride. I I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how big the eight. ride vehicle is because you know because that's just a simulation. It could be deeper. Oh, it could, it could be, be deeper. Okay. Yeah. Well, this one, yeah, we've got eight. We can see with a droid in the front. Yeah. Absolutely, and you—they showed a little clip of that uh, ride vehicle. Like, and if you didn't know it was a ride vehicle, you would almost miss it. But they shot footage at the uh, what's the name of this ride again? Uh, Rise, Rise of the, the Resistance. Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. They showed the um, uh, they shot a trailer for Rise of the Resistance in uh, California, but they actually shot it in the ride. Mm. So, like, when you see this test footage, I was like, man, they did a really good job with that set. It looks like you're just on a, a Death Star or, or a Star Destroyer. Well, actually. And and they were like, no, this is actually shot in the ride. I was like, oh, damn, I cannot wait to see how this, this whole thing unfolds. And this is one of the ones that's not going to be opening in the initial uh, the initial opening of Galaxy's Edge. This will be down the line. We don't have a date on, uh, on down the line, do we yet? No, we do not. Okay, we just know August is when we get the initial uh, the initial push. Well, I think in August when they open up uh, Galaxy's Edge, you will be able to go into because what it is is you have you know the planet Batu, which is what Galaxy's Edge is, and the initial ride will be in a portion called the Black Spire. Okay, it's Black Spire Outpost, and that's where you find the Millennium Falcon and Smuggler's Run. Okay, and then there's kind of like a little I guess trail that takes you into like a little forest area, and there'll be like an A wing and an X wing and like a uh, a blockade runner, and then some other things in there, and that's where the Smuggler's Run ride is going to really begin. Okay. So, and then, uh, I don't know, they don't really go into depth on in the transition from it, but you're going to, it's going to be kind of try, uh, um, choose your own adventure-esque. That's Ooh, my favorite thing in the like world. That? I love but to choose my own adventure. At some point, you will be captured by the First Order and end up on a uh, Star Destroyer, and then the the goal is to escape the Dar- Star Destroyer. Yeah, don't you go from one ride vehicle to another? Is that not a thing? They they didn't reveal that in the panel. Okay. But okay. they were just... One of the biggest things that I think every single person on the panel kept talking about was authenticity. They even had a guy there that his sole job was to make sure that everything is authentic to the Star Wars universe. A Star Wars expert. Yes, precisely, from Lucasfilm. And this is kind of, we talked about, you're not going to see the Mickey Mouse-eared uh, Darth Vader stuff there. It's going to be like all legit Star Wars exclusive stuff inside Galaxy's Edge. That's correct. And uh, so they'll have like, uh, it's like whole shopping and snacking area. And they said even the stuff in the store is going to feel like it only comes from like the Star Wars universe. So you're not going to go in the store and like... You know, if you spend $75, you can get this Mickey beach towel for $15. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's a deal for me. <laughs> <laughs> but that that kind of stuff and, like, you know, Mickey ears and all that stuff, I feel like from the uh, artist illustrations they've shown, it's going to be strictly Star Wars. It's going to be a very authentic experience. And you saw, you probably saw a good deal of the merch there, too, right? They were displaying some of the merch throughout um, the uh, convention. I got a glimpse of the uh, merch, and one of the things that they talk about, and I didn't get to see this up close and personal, but... They are going to be making the most high-end lightsabers they've ever made before. Oh, so oh, we're no. talking like they had they had the nice ones that are like uh, 150, 200 bucks, which are which are nice, like the black series. But there's also you know those guys that make them online where you can spend like six hundred dollars on a, like a really authentic lightsaber, and I'm I'm assuming it's probably closer to that. I think the quality, yes, price point they never discussed. Oh my god! But if they're charging 150 bucks for the cheaper ones, what are the nice ones going to cost? A, a, a child, by, by, like my kidney? You sell them? You sell them off? I'm fine with either. <laughs> either price tag is not too high for me. 
Um, one of the things that they mentioned in the panel is there's like there's a character called uh, Doc Endar, and he's kind of like the I don't know for lack of a better term like the mayor of Batu. Uh, no, the Black Spire Outpost. Okay, and. He's a hammerhead. I don't. I don't know if that's racist to say or not. A hammerhead. Well, if that's his race, yeah. then... You know the the from the the, the can, tan, can, cantina, cantina scene uh, in episode four. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that's kind of got like the here. I got a a hammerhead. You don't he know. He kind of has like a swoopy head, but it's like a. You hammer. don't know what a hammerhead guy is? Yeah, I know what you're talking. I don't about. think there can be racism within the Star Wars universe. I don't think you can say by identifying someone as a, a hammerhead that could be construed as racist. Not yet, at least. I mean, yeah. literally in in Episode Four, they'd say, "Hey, droids aren't allowed here." Yeah. I yeah. think that's kind of racist. And no. look at all the fat shaming that happened with Jabba the Hutt. I mean, seriously, you know what? Be yourself. Be beautiful. That's yeah, a hammerhead right there. It does look like a hammerhead. Yeah. Well, that's what he was... I'm pretty sure that's what the action figure was called. Okay. So he is the... Uh, you know, he's like, like I said, like the mayor of uh, the Black Spire Outpost. Supposedly, you can go into his store and try to... There's an animatronic version of him there, mm-hmm. and you can try to barter with him. Oh, mm. like you could the Jawas a, inside, the, uh, inside the other area of Hollywood Studios. So you might be able to barter to get a lightsaber. That might be true. I You uh, can try. I know. I don't know if that was just like said tongue in cheek, like jokingly, like, you know, mm-hmm. you can come in and try to barter or, or if you can actually try to like purchase something from that store through some kind of like, you know, haggling. Here's my car. It still has payments on it, but here you go. <laughs> yeah, you take over the payments. I get a lightsaber. That's that's a fair deal in my opinion. So um, so then beyond that, uh, one, of the, one of the uh little places you can stop to get food. Mm hmm. They've taken a pod racer engine, turned it on its side, mm-hmm. and you can see it there cooking Ronto. Oh, what is uh, what is Ronto? Uh, Do straight, we know? Straight from the Disney uh, Imagineer's mouth, okay. it's space meat. Oh, space okay. Space meat. Yes. So my question for you, Dickerman, being that you have the palate of a five-year-old True. and you only eat chicken nuggets and hot dogs, would you be willing to try Minoc jerky? What's, uh, is it made from chicken nuggets or hot dogs? We don't made know. Made from Minoc. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably say yes, because it's definitely probably made from chicken or hot dogs. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. It's going to be chicken or hot dogs. You know, we're not eating at uh, Animal Kingdom in uh, the uh, Africa hey. section. Let's not break the fourth wall here, okay? It's Minoc. Okay, <laughs> Exactly, fine. yeah. He's telling you what it is. It's Minoc. Yeah, I'll try it. <laughs> I'll, I'll try it. As long as they uh, bread it and fry it, I'm, I'm in. So, one of the other things that I'm super-duper excited about is, I'm sure you guys remember the original Star Tours ride, and mm-hmm. the pilot from that original Star Tours ride was Captain Rex. Yep, yep. Yeah. Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens. Yeah, he so, got fired. Well, here's the cool thing. Um, in uh, Ula's Cantina, which is the name of the, like, the little bar that they're going to have at the at Galaxy's Edge, Captain Rex has been repurposed okay. after he, well, what happens is like in the storyline is he washed out of Star Tours mm-hmm. and he kind of Well, like, he kept getting the Star Tours lost into battles. Yeah. and It's yeah. understandable. Yeah. I mean, completely. He's been repurposed as a DJ at Ula's Cantina. Nice. And it's probably a better job for him. He's more suited for that. Yeah. Less they're, pressure. They're bringing back Paul Rubens to voice Rex for oh, the cantina. Oh, well, the time well, has passed. We've forgiven him, right? We've yes, forgiven him I mean, for his past sins. Yeah. I, we don't need to go into that. But no. I mean, that like, doesn't need to be relitigated. No. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. honestly, it's in... In the big scheme of things? It's really kind of a ridiculous thing. Not that big of a deal? Yeah. Oh, no. Kind of is. So, uh, no, it's not. Um, a madman. That guy's a madman. Well, anyways... Um, public. 
<laughs> Let's not talk about that. But anyways, um, so I have a couple of sound bites for you guys for uh, the music that uh, Captain Rex will be playing. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I should. I guess I should say DJ Rex. Yep. DJ Captain Rex. Yes. <laughs> and I here we go. So one of the things they were talking about you know, authenticity. You want things to look off. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli. I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Authentic, but also be new. So they have a new song by the original Cantina band, and it sounds like this. Oh, hold on. Let me try that again without... It sounds uh, like this. Yes. Let me unmute my computer. That's when you and get emails. It doesn't ding. Are you kidding me with this? Here we go. Oh, yeah. I can see this in the Cantina. But it's not the same song that you're used to. It's a brand new original song. No, but it's got definitely that same vibe. It's got the same vibe. And then here's one of uh, DJ Rex's actual favorite songs. A lot of droids in there. A lot like of droid that. sounds. Wait till the bass drops. There it goes. Yeah, I could totally crank that at my... Uh, Cranked that at my house for the party, man. Your wife would kill you if you did that. Oh, no way, dude. <laughs> but um, and then one thing I should bring up, too, about this panel is these panels were like the episode nine panel was anchored by Stephen Colbert. As much as I don't care for his politics, um, I really enjoyed like having him like because he's such a like passionate mm-hmm. Star Wars fan and like his story about how he was uh he tells the audience about how he was a Star Wars fan three weeks longer than anybody else in the room because he got to go to advanced screening because he won tickets at a radio station. Oh, nice. That's funny. And he's like, I went to school the next day and I just couldn't under I couldn't articulate to the other kids how the world had changed. <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't going to believe this. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. Um, and then uh, they had Josh Gad who, uh, as Dickerman very well knows, he's Olaf from oh. Frozen. Okay. I didn't know that, but all right. Once again, another huge Star Wars fan. And uh, he hosted the uh, Galaxy's Edge panel, and he did an amazing job of it. And once again, it's 
when you have actors that are super Star Wars fans, it's easy to get them to like, you know. Hey, do you want to do this? Yes. Uh, yeah. can, do you <laughs> want to do this? Can <laughs> I do this? It's more it's like, like when it. do I leave? They're like, like competing for the opportunity. Oh, yeah. And it's like, they, I don't even know if he got paid for that. It was probably like, well, we'll let you preview Galaxy's Edge before everyone else. You can see it, and we'll give you a discount on the hotel room. 10% off when it opens. We'll give you one of those cool-looking uh, bottles of Coca-Cola. Yeah. That, that's Which, one of the things that's coming. Yeah, that's one of the things we need to talk about is um, they said, once again, they wanted to have something that was familiar, but have it be you know authentically Star Wars and new, and they've come up with Coke products that look like thermal detonators. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 I want to buy one, but I don't want to drink it. Well, they have the special Star Wars writing on them. Can you yeah, the drink arabesque. it and then just put something else back in it? Or yeah, just buy absolutely. regular Coke and reseal it? Well, yeah, but I'd rather just not let it... Well, no. Honestly, if you're going to collect like cans of soda and stuff, you're supposed to uh, to take the uh, soda out of it anyways, because uh, eventually it will explode. Gotcha. Oh. Really? And it won't like explode like you know thermal detonator explode. Uh-huh. It'll just slowly leak out onto all your collectibles. Gross. So like I have a glass bottle from the Shack Pepsi. Are you saying I should have drank that? It's uh, over twenty something years well, old. Glass is probably okay, right? Yeah, I have a glass bottle of. Uh, a Pepsi bottle from when the Florida Gators won the 1996 national championship, and it's still sealed. So, I think the glass bottles you can get away with it, but I would not do cans, and I definitely would not do plastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because the plastic will just expand and then warp the bottle, and that's the whole cool part. Mm-hmm. Like what he was saying, I was I would just drink the soda out of it and then refill it and use some food coloring, water and food coloring. Yep. There and you then, go. I mean, I could probably be wrong about doing that too, but um. <laughs> So uh, we're not scientists. What do we know? <laughs> so uh, since we're talking about the Coke products, I have uh, a bag here, and at What's... the end of the at, at the end of each panel every day, they would give you a gift. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice! And I was hap- I was able to acquire. He's got he's uh, got a bag full of things. Let's yes. see. This is a uh, towel. No, it no, is a, a shirt. It's a it's red a shirt. Coca-Cola oh, t-shirt. Oh, it's a wow. Star Wars Coke shirt. Star Wars Coke shirt in, in Star Wars writing. In Arabesh, yes. Nice. Nice. Merry Very Christmas, cool. Dickerman. That's for you. Oh, thanks, James. So on day three, we'll have to Scott, upload these photos. I wanted to get one for you, too. Mm-hmm. But there was two reasons why I didn't get one for you as well. One mm. being that they you haven't big. worn either of the other two shirts that I got you. <laughs> and second... Um, they only came in extra large. I had a feeling. Yeah. 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 So, like, when I got up to the line, I was like, all right, I got to get an extra large. <laughs> and then I got to see if I can get it uh, this size for mom. I got to get this size for this. And then they're like, only extra large. And I was like, okay, well, it's going to be Dickerman only. So, for you, my friend, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. every day, like I said, and I, I had the very, 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 very good fortune of going to all the big panels. Um, on the third day, they did the Mandalorian panel. Yes. Oh, with Gina Carano. With Gina mm-hmm. Carano, Carl Bob Weathers, Lowe. and is, Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. Is that Gina Carano in there? No. Oh, but I it told is. you to bring her home. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Let's see. And that's on. for you, sir. Thank oh. you. Nice. It's a like 13 by 20 poster, and it's uh, basically the Mandalorian standing in like, if you watch the trailer or the teaser. Or the bootleg footage like I yeah, did. Yeah, I think it was the bootleg footage. He He's walking into like a, a cantina thing, and you and see a big the, door open. <laughs> Yeah, and it's kind of like a silhouette, but you can kind of make out details of them. And then it says Mandalorian across. Oh, that's amazing! Very nice. Thank you. So I brought presents for my friends. Thanks, James. That's awesome. Yes, and um, we didn't get you anything. 
Oh, that's okay. I have one of each of those for myself. So. Oh, no, I got you some Earth Day birthday bucks and uh, a, a, counterfeit, t-shirt. a counterfeit T-shirt that we stole from uh, bootleggers. And we have a whole bunch did, of... Uh, wait, did you guys get the bootleggers? Oh, yeah, they got the bootleggers this year. They got them. They took all their merch, too. So do, do we have that? Yeah, or, yeah I we do. We should probably talk about that. We <laughs> also have a bunch of uh, footage that you probably have to edit. <laughs> Perhaps. Are we, are we going to use that footage? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That we have any. I don't think we have any footage oh, of the bootleggers okay. that I know of. We, we I just, just thought there was like a, an arrest. They, <laughs> they, they busted them and they took their merchandise. Oh, good. Yeah, that's what you get for being a filthy bootlegger. Yes, we don't <laughs> like bootleggers around here. Um, so, is there anything further that we should cover from uh, the celebration besides uh, Galaxy's Edge? Of course, besides the Episode Nine trailer. I did see some more of the merch. I saw they're going to come out with a the game like the ch- the circular chessboard game. Did you see that? No, I did not see that. So they are, cool. They're coming out with that. Yeah, it's wooden and it's got the figures and everything. I guess it comes with chess pieces how do they, as well. How do they fight? Well, yeah, I think that you have to move them manually oh. with your hand. You don't actually have the the. It's not, not the holographic. We're, we're, we're we not there. The yeah, I want that version. Dude, we as soon as as soon as hologram technology gets to a point where it's going to be that cool, we will have that game. How do we not have that yet? How is hologram? We should have it by now. I feel like. Well, it's yeah, if I can have Tupac play at Coachella, yeah, like what was yeah, that those, six or seven years ago? Yeah, but those holograms are projected onto some glass or right. something reflective. It's usually like mist or water or vapor. Yeah, or, so they, we're getting closer every day. We take another step forward. I mean, we're not quite to the point where we're going to take a bus to the moon, but we'll get there. Okay. So, so w- one of the other things that I did, you know, and I guess this could probably wrap up our Galaxy's Edge conversation is. It goes back to the authenticity thing that they kept like you know nailing on. They uh, they are bringing back like every person they can. Like um, Ninum, who is the uh, character that sits next to the co-pilot of Lando. Yeah, Lando's co-pilot in uh, Return of the Jedi. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. That guy was voiced by a graduate student from Kenya mm-hmm. in 1983. Well, he's gone back to Kenya. They flew to Kenya to record his voice for the uh, for part of uh, Galaxy's Edge. I hope they paid him well. Uh, I'm sure they did, but I mean, th- to me, that's like the, the the length that they're willing to go to. They also um, the the character Hondo Anaka from uh, Clone Wars. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Hondo. He's like the he's. He's, he's he's some like they didn't go into detail about this, but he's in a uneasy partnership with Chewbacca over the ownership of um, the, the Falcon. Millennium Falcon. Oh. he's the character that you're working for when you're uh, doing the Smuggler's Run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they actually showed a video clip of his uh, animatronic, and I was like, wow. Like it's it, almost like Westworld, like how realistic it is. Yeah, it's like he stepped out of uh, the cartoon and he's just like in the real world now. Have you watched that yet? Have you watched the panel for like? If you no, got, I mean, have you watched Clone Wars yet? No, no, no I've not watched Clone Dude, Wars. Dude, you need to get on Clone Wars. First of all, they had the trailer for the new season. I know, I'm very behind. Multiple seasons you, behind, like all of them. You need to get on Clone Wars, then you need to get on Rebels, and then you need to get on uh, Resistance. Resistance. That's a lot. That's you guys are putting a I'm, lot dude, on me. I watched all of Clone Wars in like a two week period. It's I'm only like I'll, sixty I'll make, episodes. I'm going to I'm I'm tell you, it's time well spent. I'm going to make Scott a deal. All right, I'm going to cut a deal. Oh right my god, now. am I about to see a GOT deal? Yeah, oh, man. So if you start season one, Game oh, of Thrones, god. Will, you have to start it. That's it. You have to start You've it. Only got seven seasons to watch. I've got how many seasons of Clone Wars, yeah, Rebels, but, yeah, but those and the are, other one? Yeah, but those are twenty minute episodes. But they're twenty minutes. But there's like fifty two of them each okay. season, right? No, no, it's not that. And I, I got to look this up because I'm not. I'm not going too far into this deal. 
I, I fe- <laughs> it feels like a fair deal. He's, he keeps threatening to watch the final episode of Game of Thrones. It's and 121 it. episodes. That's a lot of episodes. I think I have how many episodes of Game of Thrones? Like, I don't even know. Not a, not a ton. Not a ton. I feel like it's like maybe 60 hours total. 60, 60 hours total? of yeah. thro- It's 68 episodes. Of Game of Thrones? Yes. Wow, that's a lot. That's more than I expected. Pretty fair commitment, I'd say, between the two. It's 120 between all the series or just Clone Wars? Just Clone Wars. Oh, no, no. no I got to watch Clone uh-huh. Wars, Rebels, and the other one? Rebels is only like four or five seasons. Um, I'm telling you. I know, I know you're sitting there balking at it, but you're going to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just do it. It will take, if you, if you watch them all consecutively, it would take you two days and six hours to watch all of Clone Wars. I started to watch Clone Wars and I felt okay. like an adult watching a children's show. Yeah, but it's, it, there are episodes that are a little bit more geared towards children, like when you have R2 and uh, C3PO and they end up in like, you know, Gulliver's Travels. Yeah, they're like doing episode. like some, yeah. Yeah. But there are some there's episodes where you're going to see more people die than you've ever seen in any of the the movies. So. Yeah, this is a lot of war. Right. It, it is worth your time, and I will tell you this also that it will it'll expand your enjoyment of Galaxy's Edge because you'll understand more of what's going on. All right. So for and, that for that reason alone, you should watch it. And it's a more redeeming version of Anakin. All right, I did yeah, see you a little actually, bit of Anakin. You will actually love Anakin Skywalker's character uh, through Star Tour uh, through. Uh, Clone Wars. Plus, right. John Favreau is on the show. All right, that's all right. true. He is. All right. I, as I as what is he? A Mandalorian. We will discuss. By the way, Game of Thrones is two days, seventeen hours, and thirty-two minutes. That's nothing. That's it's nothing. less of a commitment though to watch Clone Wars. Do you think? Because I have. I just did. I just did. But I just we're did the asking math. him to watch all three series: Rebels so. and and uh, what's the other one I have to watch? So you got the better deal. I do well. I, I, I haven't watched the other two yet, so I don't know if it's a better deal. Uh, dude, Rebels is amazing. Like they do so many callbacks to um, the original movies. They do callbacks to Clone Wars. It's just like there's so many cool things about it. Can we make Lando Calrissian shows up? Can we make him watch Ewoks then too? Ewoks was that a cartoon? Are Ewoks still canon though? Is that still canon? No, but I think he should still watch it. Is it a cartoon or is it? The yeah, well, it's a cartoon from like 1983. Oh, I don't even know that. I didn't even know. Oh, that was, was a live thing. action. Was there? Oh, no, like- you're talking about uh, Caravan of Courage. Yeah. Which no, was a live action movie. No, I think you should, should watch both. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy dubbed that for me onto a uh, onto a DVD. So because my wife wanted it. Yeah, because they didn't make it anymore. I don't know if they still make it. You but. can't find it. It's impossible to <laughs> find. No, there's one place you can find it. We'll be at that place in about a month. You know, you can find it on DVD there. Well, I'll look. I'm gonna <laughs> look. Mega, when we go to MegaCon, I will look for it because one one of them didn't play all the way through. It oh yeah, there's working. there's Ewoks the cartoon, and then there's Caravan of Courage in the Battle of Endor. Correct. Those ones are live action. I just want to know what's going on with Sindel. That's all I want to know. Where's young Sindel? She was annoying. Mm. You guys remember Sindel? I remember She was the main little girl in the Ewoks movie. Yeah. They weren't good. They were not good movies. What about the Star Wars Christmas special? Um, They actually made some jokes about it during Celebration, but there's a famous line from uh, George Lucas that he said if... If I had a hammer and an endless amount of time, I would smash every copy of that, every bootleg copy of that I could. <laughs> well, it's on YouTube now, George. Wait, was he there? George was not there, and some pe- there was a lot of speculation whether or not he would show up for the 20th anniversary panel on uh, Monday, because it's the 20th anniversary of uh, Phantom Menace. 
But unfortunately, and especially since I guess his wife is from Chicago, somebody told me. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he sent a special video message that somebody shot on their iPhone. And um, and they played that during the panel, but he was not there. You got to wonder, like, he made this, all right? This mm-hmm. was his. They have this once every two years, right? This yeah. this convention once every two years. Well, this is the first time that he's not shown up to yeah, celebration. Yeah, I would just think, like, in, what, in the five years that I've gone, or the five times your, I've gone. What in your life that you're doing right now, even as George Lucas, is more important than going to see the, your most rabid fans in the world uh, appearing at this gigantic convention based on something that came from your brain? I, I just feel like, like, okay, I'm going to be there at least for part of this. No matter how big, no matter what I've done, just because this is my legacy. You know, honestly, I think... It had to be. I feel like it had to be something important that he couldn't attend, because I I think he said that Phantom Menace is his favorite movie, and that uh, Jar Jar Binks is his favorite character. So I can't imagine he would miss this because he had you know I'm I'm watching uh, you know Netflix this weekend. I can't watch. You know, I got Thrones no, this weekend. Does he yeah. say that about Jar Jar just to rub it in people's face because everybody hates Jar Jar? That, Actually, say that that is not the opinion anymore. People, people like have, Jar Jar yeah, now. People, people have changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah people the, have come back. You know, like it's it's gone full circle, and everybody like when they were introducing people for uh, the panel. On my best, got the biggest pop of anybody. So they've they've turned back. My wife has always liked Jar Jar, and I mocked her for liking Jar Jar because everybody well, hates Jar Jar. Well, that's not the case anymore. Yeah, Every, he, he's like baby face Jar Jar. Yeah, he is baby. He is very much baby face Jar Jar, and I would be very careful. What company you speak ill about him in front oh, of? Oh, okay. Well, because uh, we found new people to dislike <laughs> instead of Jar Jar. Is that right? <laughs> well, uh, we mean Ryan Johnson, uh, oh, maybe, uh, or, maybe, or Kelly Marie Tran. Poor Rose. No, uh, honestly, during the uh, no, but there, nine, no, I'm, I'm just talking about the fact that she got run off of Twitter because of horrible trolls, or she well, got yeah, run off of all Twitter, social media. Yeah, yeah social media is garbage, anyhow. It's garbage people, no matter what. Well, you no, know, it, it, social media is a great thing. Because yeah, by the way, follow us on uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Just don't troll us because then you'll the, be garbage people. Just for the record, social media is a downfall of society. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you can get us at The Theme Park Podcast on all the major so- uh, platforms, me- except, platforms except Twitter when we're the theme park show. Yeah, Twitter's garbage anyhow. Twitter's going to go out of business sooner than later. No, I like Twitter. That's yeah, how I, mean, I talk I like, to celebrities. I, I like Twitter. That's yeah, only that's only what you can only connect to celebrities on Twitter. That's all it's for. It's either harassing people, being a troll, or connecting to celebrities. Or that's, that's how it. I find out my news. Or sports news, because for whatever reason, that's a chosen destination for sports news. Yeah. Yeah, I like Twitter. I don't like it. I'm sorry, buddy. Twitter's garbage. You're wrong. Garbage people. Wrong. Garbage people. Um. All right. So, is is that every? Oh, we should mention one more thing. I, I, this wasn't part of the. Uh, this wasn't part of celebration, but uh, we did see a little bit of Cantina news. This this actually applies to California as opposed to uh, Orlando, but it may be the same case for Orlando. The Cantina will not be a full restaurant when it opens. They say it's going to be drinks only. Only holds about 150 people, and you'll have a one-hour time limit inside. That is, uh, that is, that is the latest rumor on the uh, cantina. This goes for Disneyland, Disney World. We'll see what we get here if it's if it's the same situation when we open up. So I know at Universal Studios, and I'm sure it's the same at Disney World. You can rent out the park for the day or yep. for a couple of hours for like a, a function mm-hmm. or whatever. I've had to work. 
those events? The three of us need to just rent out uh, Star Wars Land and just be done with it. Yeah, okay. I mean, fair I mean, enough. if I have to lose my house to be able to enjoy this whole land by myself for a it day, might be worth it. it for an uh, evening. I think if we sold both of our houses, we still wouldn't have enough to rent the park for an evening. Yeah, I don't have a house to sell. I know you. You've got an apartment. Have an apartment. Y'all, yeah. y'all got to sell your new car. <laughs> yeah, I you have to, to give up your new car. Jimmy yep. and I have to give up our houses, and it still won't be enough. How much do you think we could get for three healthy kidneys? <laughs> Keep in mind, mine's slightly used. Black market? Are we talking, you know, legitimate? I don't, well, I don't think there's a legitimate uh, way to sell your organs. So, yeah, that's true. True story. Um, so, do you think that uh, concludes our Star Wars special here? Is there anything further we need to know that you oh. learned while at Celebration? And I guess this could take us out. Um, Going along with the whole authenticity thing, they got John Williams to score the music for Galaxy's Edge. I did read that, yeah. And I have a sample of the music. Brand new Star Wars music from uh, John Williams. And uh, here you go. We will use that to take us out on this Star Wars special edition of Theme Park Podcast. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.